The following podcast is a Dynasty Kingdom production. Yo, 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 what's going down, everybody? I hope you guys are having a marvelous day. Welcome back to another episode on Sundays with Mike and Diana. We are so happy that you guys are back and to hang out with us, man. It's such a blessing, man. All right, well, before we check in, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we'd like to just thank you for the ears, the hearts, and the spirits of the people that are tuned in to today's podcast, Father God. We thank you right now for opening their eyes, opening their minds, and opening their spirits to receive a relationship with you, Father God. We thank you right now for us just being able to be obedient to the call, God, of being here on this podcast. And Father God, we just thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah, babe, what's going down with you? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. She's caffeinated today. <laughs> okay, caffeinated. All right. So I'm feeling wonderful. How are you? I'm feeling good too. Where are you at though? My base is a two. I am a solid three. I'm a solid three. A solid three? Yes. So let's go ahead. Give it up. Give it up because when we are above our baseline, we like to celebrate that thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. glad that you're feeling better. Me too. And then you're regular because it's always nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And I don't really have any one particular thing that made it better. It was just a good day concentrating on the small things. Mm. And that made my day really wholesome overall. Like what? Like what small things? Oh, gosh. I mean, matcha in bed, for one. Oh. That was such a, <laughs> that was such a nice surprise. And then Bible study today, we had our in-person Bible study that was really nice. And yeah. just, it's cool to pour in and also receive and get your cup filled. Then we just put ourselves first and we spent time in nature, felt the sun, went on a nice walk. I saw some cows today. I manifested <laughs> <laughs> my dream home. It was just a really nice day overall. Nothing felt pressured or you know rushed everything felt very timely and on purpose for me today nice yeah what about you what number are you at uh my base is a four you know mm -hmm. usually upbeat feeling good mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but today i'm gonna go up a point five. wow snap snap woo, 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 woo. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm feeling a little bit better than mm. normal today yeah you know like like you said you know uh, Bible study went very well and you know it just feels good to put God first today yeah. and it just feels good to know that we're on purpose doing what he's called us to do and not just doing things that we think we should be doing but mm -hmm. really knowing that what we're doing is what he told us to do mm -hmm. and that's given me a lot of peace lately also going out into nature was very very nice you know yes. I'm a photographer mm -hmm. I do video as well but today I got to get out there and take some unforced pictures, walk. you know, yeah. got to walk and enjoy God's creation. 
saw the cows, saw the grass. I had me a Chipotle burrito <laughs> out in the middle of the grass, looking at the cows in the sunset and the red hills, mountains, red rock is beautiful. Yes. And uh, I got to fly my drone, you know. So it was really just cool, man. You know, yeah. uh, I'm definitely going to make a habit of getting out into what he's created because I feel the most filled Same. when I touch bases with creation literally like man, grounded man for real it just felt really nice yeah so yeah i'm at a 4.5 today yay that's so good smiley faces yeah yay <laughs> <laughs> so what are we reading today today we are gonna be reading you know last week noah was preparing that ark good old noah this week <laughs> We are preparing for the flood that is coming down. So Mm. God sends a great flood today. Mm. And if you want to move forward in your Bible, we'll be reading out of Genesis chapter 7, starting at verse 10. And we'll read all the way up until chapter Mm 9. And then we'll just read chapter 9, verse 17. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sounds like yeah. it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be, it's gonna be wet. <laughs> Stormy weather. Yeah. Can you stand the rain? All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start with the reading. Noah's neighbors were probably still laughing when Noah and his family went on the ark, the big boat. But they stopped laughing when they saw the great door slowly close. Who sure. was closing the door? They couldn't see anyone do it. They certainly didn't laugh when the rain began to fall. They must have been afraid as a rain poured from the sky in torrents. The water gushed up from the ground. Soon, great rivers of water were rushing everywhere. No one was laughing then. Mm. The rain poured down for 40 days and nights. Soon, the rivers became great lakes of water. Before long, water covered the ground everywhere. People climbed to the highest places, but the water kept on rising. At last, it covered the highest mountain peaks. By this time, none of the people or animals outside the big boat were living. But Noah and his family were safe on the big boat. So were the animals Noah had brought on board. For 150 days, water covered the earth. After the 150 days, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. After three more months, other mountains appeared. Then after 40 more days, Noah opened a window and sent a raven out. The raven flew back and forth until the earth was dry. Noah also sent a dove out. But the dove found no place to land, so it came back. Seven days later, Noah sent the dove out again. This time, the dove came back with an olive leaf. Noah knew the water was almost gone. Another week later, Noah sent the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Finally, Noah opened the door of the ark. The water was gone, but it still looked muddy outside. It took another two months for the land to dry. Then God spoke to Noah. It was time for Noah and all the animals to leave the ark. Soon, the ark was empty. Noah built an altar and presented a thanksgiving offering to God. Then God put a beautiful rainbow in the sky. That was his sign that he would never send a big flood over the whole earth again. So it happened that the world had a fresh start. Every animal and bird in the new world had been saved on the ark. Noah and his family were the only people on earth for a while. How thankful they were that God had saved them. They would live for him and obey him. Mm. Wow. Ain't laughing now, is they? Ain't <laughs> around to laugh. <laughs> All right, so we are reading out of Genesis chapter seven, 
starting with verse 10. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. When Noah was 600 years old, on the 17th day of the second month, all the underground waters erupted from the earth, and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for 40 days and 40 nights. That very day, Noah had gone into the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them in the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small, along with birds of every kind. Two by two, they came into the boat, representing every living thing that breathes. A male and female of each kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For forty days the floodwaters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountains on the earth, rising more than 22 feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and the birds of the sky. All were destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him in the boat. And the floodwaters covered the earth for 150 days. The flood recedes. Chapter 8. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him in the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth and the floodwaters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. So the floodwaters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the water had receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and then released the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the animal and the small animals that scurry along the ground, so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat, and all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. 
Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent toward evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. God confirms his covenant. Chapter 9, verse 17. Then God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is the sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on earth. That was a lot in a little bit. Man. <laughs> But let's see what you remember. Okay, let's see. Remember, how long did it rain? There were so many numbers thrown out there. Like 40 comes to mind, 150. I'm going to go with 150 days. No, it was 40 days and 40 nights. Mm, okay. Rain was not the only water in the flood. Where did the other water come from? Where did the other water come from? Do you guys know where the, the other water out, came from? Help me out. I can't remember. The water started gushing from the ground. Mmm. Oof, that's scary. <laughs> from the sky and the ground. Man. And the land. From the top and the bottom. Mmm. What did Noah build when he left the ark? An altar. An altar. Mm -hmm. Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. Discover. When we see a rainbow, what promise should we remember? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I answer? Yes. <laughs> For me personally, it's just remembering God's promises that for one, he's not going to take us out with a flood, but just kind of thinking about it in a different way, just his promises and his word, like the things that are troubling us, the storms in our life, they're going to come to pass. And God has promised that of us. There's nothing that we can do now that's going to cause him to turn his back toward us. Yeah. Definitely that he's not going to flood us out. <laughs> Praise you. God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I and can't also, swim all that well. towards the end of the reading in the Bible, it said that he would never bring an end to humanity. Man, which Only I thought, man can do that. <laughs> which I thought that he would still do it before reading this, but just not by water. Mm, no. So I rest assured now. Knowing that when he comes, he's not coming to take us out. He's coming to save us. Yeah. Yes, just remembering every promise that he's promised us that he's going to bring to fulfillment. Just knowing that alone just feels so good. So mm -hmm. just seeing a rainbow, I already jaw drop and I'm already mm -hmm. like just super excited when I see one because, you know, our nonprofit is the promise. Mm -hmm. But it's called the promise. Just everything that he has said and put on our hearts is just such a promise. Mm -hmm. And just getting into his word and seeing what his promises are before we even knew what they were. Oh, yeah. It's just mind boggling. Mm -hmm. It really is. And he is a promise keeper. Mm -hmm. He really is. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that you have been promised in your obedience like noah it will come to fruition yes but not in your timing mm -hmm. 
it will always be in God's timing. Mm -hmm. Because in God's timing, there's tests. Mm -hmm. He wants to see if you can stand the test of time. Mm -hmm. Can you be obedient when they're laughing? Can you be obedient when you're building on dry ground? When it's raining. Can you be obedient <laughs> 100 and... 60 years. 160 60 years. years. The man was 601 years old when he, his feet hit dry land. On that note, I love how God speaks to us through signs. Like he even says, I'm going to show you a rainbow just as a symbol of my promise to you, of yeah. the covenant that I'm keeping with you. So I love that now. You know, I love seeing rainbows. I love catching rainbows in my day because it's just, you know, maybe to others it's just a rainbow. But for us, it's like, okay, he sees us. Man. And I see him. He hasn't forgotten. Apply. A rainbow reminds us that God keeps his promises. Mm -hmm. Remember to keep your promises too. Mm, ooh, mm. didn't expect that last one. That little children's Bible book is real spicy sometimes. It'd be cutting you. Yeah. Chop, chop. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yes, we too have to be sure to keep our promises too, mm -hmm. especially to God. Even when it's hard, even when you don't see a way, he will make a way as long as you do your part. And I also want to say that like promises start with self. So keeping and honoring those things that nobody knows about, but just you and God that are between you and God and keeping those promises to yourself. Because if you can't keep a promise to yourself, what good is your word to anybody else? Yeah. It's subject to change, right? And it honestly, truthfully feels so good when you're able to do that thing that you said you were going to do. And maybe not to perfection or like 100%, but like you really tried to honor that commitment. And God sees that you're honoring that commitment and honoring him and what you said you were going to do. Because the Bible says, if anyone's going to destroy you, it's not going to be me. Like, that means it's man, right? Like, man can set themselves up for destruction. And it can be as simple as just not keeping a promise, not keeping your word, not keeping your faith, not reading your Bible. Like, all the little things that end up becoming so much bigger just because we weren't, like, obedient in the small areas that he said, like, keep a promise. And, like... I love that word because even a child can understand a pinky promise. Like, what does that mean, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that was super special that he speaks for one in signs and miracles and wonders, but he also affirms you. Like, for one, I think directly tells you in the word this time, this is all you got to do. This is the manual. This is what I need you to do. Now it's up to you. You have a fresh, clean start. So he didn't send the water to destroy, but to cleanse in a way. In a way. He definitely sent it to destroy. But, but I'm saying but like now, if we think about it now, like the water is like, it's not here to harm us. It's to cleanse us. It's to say that like, it's okay. Everyone has faltered and made mistakes. He said from birth you're making a mistake like you're sinning right mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that i count you out like that's okay the promises i'll still fulfill in your life and i'll use those things for your good just keep your promise and i'll keep mine that's just my takeaway though what are your takeaways my takeaways is the reward 
that Noah received in his obedience. Mm. I just see him getting off the boat and honoring God like he's never honored him before and just praising him like he's never praised him before because Mm. everybody was laughing. But because of his obedience, only him and his family stood the test of the rains and the torrents that gush from the ground. Mm -hmm. And that's because he kept his promise to God. So my question to you is, what have you promised yourself? What have you promised God, if any? Do you know what God's promises are? If you don't, get in your word and don't be afraid to. We got into this Bible one year ago, reading a daily read out of a children's study God Bible. Mm-hmm. And we were fed in our adulthood like never before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was scary going in. But when God brought us to the word, I made a promise to him that I was gonna read that word, no matter how hard it got, no matter how much understanding I didn't have, no matter how tired I was in the morning, waking up, not wanting to read it, not believing or not even thinking that he's hearing me when I'm praying. That was my promise I made to him a year ago. Mm. And there I am in the same word with understanding of who he is and what his promises are. Mm -hmm. Here I am, me and my wife, doing a podcast because He spoke to my wife and she promised to keep it. Neither of us knew how to do this. Nor did I. (laughs) Or did did we want to? I mean, if I'm being completely transparent here. We have enough going on. We have enough going on in life. We still build on the boat. Let's put it that way. We still build it. And it's, you know, we all go through ups and downs, but it's just a different calling on us. So it's just a beautiful thing when you know that you know that you know what God is asking you to keep. Mm. And that's a promise. Truly, yeah. And it is really beautiful because what we got the first time around reading the children's book versus now the second time around, wouldn't you say it's completely different? Completely different. Same word, but completely different. It's so beautiful that he can speak that way through the same word, the same language, same application but now it just had we have a different level of understanding and awareness and we're more transparent i think just have a third eye open to some of the things that he's saying and how he's moving and speaking to us so Mm -hmm. it really does get better with time it does so if this feels very foreign to you or a foreign concept to pray or to thank god or to start your day in a bible I promise you we were right there with you. Yes, we were. <laughs> Just and, trusting the and process. And truthfully, I honestly thought the Bible was a mallet in a judge's hand. Mm. That's exactly what I thought it was. I was terrified of it. Mm-hmm. So to the point that I was in church for four years and never opened it up. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to see what I wasn't doing. I didn't want to see mm, so judgment good. on me that I just thought I had to be at a certain level with Mm. God before I could even read the word. But Mm. I wasn't even at any level with God because I wasn't in his word. Yeah, that's so good. It's like that reel that we saw. Do you take a, do you clean yourself up before you take a shower? Most of us, the answer is no. So God doesn't need you to come correct or clean or sober or all of these things. Mm -hmm. He just wants you to bring your whole authentic self and let him work on you in his time. Yeah. He doesn't care about that stuff like we do. All right. So more of the story is keep your promises, man. Yeah. Big and small. Big and small. If you told God you're going to get up in the morning and say, thank you for today, 
Get up and do it seven days a week. If you told your kids you're going to take them to the playground after their homework, take, take them, them to the park, to the park, and do it with a cheerful spirit. Yes. Because you said you was going to do it. I know. If you said that you was going to take your wife on a date you every other take Saturday, that girl out. take her out. <laughs> if you told your husband that you was going to cook for the rest of the week, go ahead and get the cooking. Mm. Whatever it is, whatever the promise, make sure you keep it. Because it costs you not to. Yeah. And don't go around, you know, setting promises that you can't keep. Like, let's be realistic. Let's baby step it because that's still progress. It's just being more aware of your word because your word is your bond. It's such a beautiful concept to just be able to be a man or woman of your word. So little things, nothing drastic, nothing where we're going to just you know, dive head deep and then we're disappointed when we don't keep the promise. Just something simple. Like, you know what to do. You know, like God has already whispered in your spirit the things that you should be doing and when you should be doing them. So just lean into that a little bit. All right, everybody, that wraps it up for Sundays with Mike and Diana. We're going to go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer and check out of this joint tonight. So go ahead, babe. All right. All mine's clear. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the word that went forth on today, Father God. We thank you right now for every listener, Father God, for all of their families. We thank you right now that you have called them onto your boat, Father God, that you are keeping them safe and that they can weather the storm with you by their side, O oh God. We thank you that their promises you will fulfill in your timing, O oh God, if they just stay the course and remain obedient to what it is that you've called them to do, Father God. We thank you for the understanding and the application that's to follow this podcast episode, the connections that are to come, the lives that may be saved behind this word, Father God. We ask right now that all of our listeners draw closer to you, Father God, that they begin to lean into that thing that they have been feeling in the pit of their stomach, O oh God. We thank you that you are with them, that you walk beside them, Father God, that you will not fail them. You will not turn your back on them. There's nothing that they can do to move further from your presence, Father God. We thank you for all these things that you're doing in their lives, seen and unseen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Sundays with Mike and Diana. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please don't forget to review, rate, and subscribe. If you're in the Las Vegas area, join us for our in-person Bible study every third Saturday of the month at 10 a.m. And don't forget to connect with us at underscore Sunday's podcast. Thanks for listening. See you for Bible study next week. Light work. Light work.